Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. We taped Discover Lafayette with the support of Raider, a managed IT service provider that offers world-class service, including cybersecurity, communications, and technology support. With Raider, you have just one vendor and one number to call, allowing you to concentrate on what is most important your business. For more information, visit RaiderSolutions.com. Our guests today are Roy DeVilliers, founder of Roy's Fresh Lemonade, and his daughter, Cynthia DeVilliers-Thompson. Roy is a retired pharmacist who began his adventure with lemonade in 1994. He had attended a flea market as a funnel cake vendor and wasn't able to find lemonade that tasted good. Roy decided that he could make a refreshing lemonade that would wow festival goers. He began experimenting with water, sugar, and lemons. Some concoctions were too sweet, some too sour, and some were just plain bad. But after a week of testing his recipe, Roy hit it right, and Roy's fresh lemonade was born. His first client was a Lafayette Walmart, and his lemonade is now being distributed and served at large events across the U.S., Cynthia, his daughter, and her husband, Alan, work full-time in support of Roy's Fresh Lemonade. They manage inventory, distribution, and marketing of Roy's. Roy and Cynthia, it's an honor to have you here in the beautiful Raider Studios for Discover Lafayette. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm so excited. And I want to also mention Jason Sikora is here, our sound engineer, and he makes this sound so good. So we're lucky on this rainy day. (laughs) Thank you. I'll do my best. (laughs) Thank you, Jason. He's probably going to take some engineering. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, Cynthia, I got to know you. And then, you know, after our first time or two, I said, so tell me what you do. And you really— Right. Talking about your dad and this adventure you guys have been on for almost— 30 years. Yes, it's funny uh, when, you know, we tell people that we sell lemonade. It's kind of unusual. Um, Daddy has done it for 30 years, and um, I think we're all still kind of wowed that this is what we do for our living. Exactly. So you're based here in Lafayette. And Roy, I'm going to let you start by giving your background, because I thought that was fascinating. You're a pharmacist, but you ended up being a vendor, you know? Yes, correct. I started out— um, my uh, occupation, professional pharmacist, worked for uh, another drug firm for a couple, two or three years, then decided to become self-employed, had my own drugstore for 15, 16 years. From there, I moved into the gift shop business. I had that for about 20 years, and then one day, I decided to to, to go into the uh, funnel cake business Stop there. Like what what happened to create well, that thought? My my wife and I used to like to go to uh, Flea Fest, and uh, we went to one, got some a funnel cake, sat on the ground and ate it, and watched the business go by. And I told my wife, I said, you know, this guy is doing an extremely good business. Let me see if I can try. So the next thing you know, I graduate on in the backyard doing funnel cakes. <laughs> <laughs> get my first event, start doing funnel, funnel cakes for about three or four years, and then all of a sudden I'm at a festival doing uh, 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 funnel cakes, and across the street from me was this lemonade vendor. Had a super business, 
and I tried his product for two or three times during the day, and none of it tasted any good. So I come <laughs> home and tell my wife, I said, you know, honey, I'm going to go into the lemonade business oh my now. Gosh. So here we are, Roy's Fresh Lemonade, 30 years later. Right, right. So, Cynthia, you're the only child. I mean, yes. were you questioning dad? Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, because at the time, I was probably, um, you know, in my teen years. And so it really wasn't very cool to have to go with dad and mom out to the festival and serve lemonade and see my friends uh, as they're enjoying the festival and I'm working serving lemonade. But um, it just kind of became a way of our life, you know. Uh, it was something that we worked really hard on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Monday, we could all sleep in and relax mm -hmm. and, you know, do whatever we wanted to do. Right. It, it's kind of a lopsided schedule sometimes, but it works for us and we really mm -hmm. enjoy it. So you had to make the leap, Roy, like I'm going to hang up my shingle. I'm going to, you know, not be a pharmacist. So what was that like? Well, that was kind of hard at first, but uh, uh, I had maxed <laughs> out the pharmacy world and wanted to try something else. And that's when we got into the gift shop business. And after doing the gift shop business, this is when I decided to go into the funnel cake slash lemonade business, just kind of a part-time job, just to make a few bucks. All of a sudden, you realize that this is a lot of fun, very profitable. You get to meet a lot of people. And so that's when it took off. And they were able to vacation, and they were able not to be uh, in a four-wall building any longer. They were able to go and tour America and see the country. And it was kind of a, a step in the semi-retirement because what they decided to do was, we're going to vacation for a little while, and then we'll do an event and work for, you know, seven days or 10 days, and then we can vac vacation some more and see America. So it kind of worked out well because they were of the age where they were just tired of being in the store all the time. And, uh, you know, a gift shop is great, but, you know, you're always there because it has to be profitable right. for you. So it worked out good. Yes, it really did, and she's absolutely right. It's, you're vacationing 365. Mm -hmm. The job is not a job. It's always a fun environment. You get to meet some really nice people, and you get to enjoy America. And your inventory is small, right? Correct. Sugar. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. I can remember um, we were doing um, a festival, and when it was festival time, Daddy would head over to U-Haul and, and rent the biggest truck that they had. And in the truck, he would put pallets of sugar, pallets of lemon juice, and big barrels, um, and we'd find a water source. And we would be exhausted by the time the festival would start because we had been spending three or four days making the lemonade by hand. And it was crazy. And as soon as he could make it, we were selling it. So um, very quickly, it we realized how um, everyone enjoyed it and how great tasting it was and how we really had something unique. But you learned at some point it was easier to sell the the concentrate, right? It, it's got to be yes. hard to haul around yes. lemonade. Well, what really happened is it got to a point where I couldn't keep up make, manufacturing it myself. And so that's when I decided, well, what does Coke and Pepsi do? And so that's when I come up with the uh, concentrated syrup. So about 15 years ago, I turned it into concentrated syrup with the shelf life of approximately a year. 
So this way, I can just go anywhere I want, sell one box or 50 boxes. So you've got a warehouse here in Yes, Lafayette. we do. Well, and part of it was he needed to find what's called a co-packer. And that would be someone who was actually going to manufacture our lemonade and put it in a bag in a box like Coke and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And so he found a couple of co-packers. And one thing that my dad is very um, adamant about is the taste. He wants it to taste as good as it would as if he made it in our kitchen like he did for the first time. So he found a couple of co-packers, and the taste just wasn't the right. It oh. didn't have a right taste. And he um, thought, well, that that's not the right co-packer for me. Found another co-packer in Texas, spent about a week with her, and she got it right. It tasted exactly like it tasted when he made it at home. And so then that began our relationship with th- those co-packers, and they're in Dallas, Texas. They have a in- warehouse. They also store some of our product, and then we have a warehouse here that we also store product. So where do you sell now? Like, how do people access this? So we actually sell it in Louisiana, Texas, um, Oklahoma, Mississippi. Um, But locally, um, people can visit places like Dino's or Old Time Grocery or Why Not Convenience Store or LT Seafood Restaurant, um, uh, or or Prejean's Restaurant. Oh, okay. So there's um, a number of places mm-hmm. locally that you can, which you're probably going to on a Friday night with your mm-hmm. family, and now you can enjoy Roy's. But this isn't on the shelf like at a grocery store. No, we don't. Because we would mess it no. up probably if we, if we mix it up <laughs> ourselves. Well, know? it's funny because we have our three-gallon bib, like Daddy talked about, but then, um, along the way, we decided to package it in a half-a-gallon concentrate jug because we thought we would um, appeal to food trucks and caterers mm-hmm. and individuals who are not maybe doing such a large amount of business as like a restaurant or a convenience store. And it's amazing how that has really taken off. And then it kind of opened the door for people who want Roy's at home so they can f- message us on Facebook and they can purchase a half-gallon jug, and they can just make it at home for themselves, one glass at a time or the whole jug. So no middleman. No middleman. Yes. That sounds yes. even better. Yes. yes. When you contact us on Facebook, you're talking to either my dad or myself. Mm-hmm. We're pretty low-key, and it works well for us, and we like it that way. It seems like anybody calling to buy lemonade concentrate has got to be already happy. Do you yes. get any grumpy? No, get no. Any yeah. grumpy no. Customers? We get grumpies when FedEx and UPS damage their package. <laughs> That's when they get a little upset. Exactly. Leave it out in the heat or something. Yeah, yes. or or toss it across a you know a, yeah. a delivery truck. Mm-hmm. But I have um, this one guy who lives in Missouri, and I'm really not even sure how he ever tried our product. He calls me every other month. And to and purchase his lemonade and I ship it to him. And he's probably been doing this. I keep track of it. He's probably been purchasing lemonade from us since about 2019. Uh, like he lemonade a, anonymous. Yes, he's like a <laughs> devoted lemonade fan. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it was it was funny because um for a few months I hadn't heard from him and I thought, oh my gosh, I think maybe he doesn't like our lemonade anymore. And not long after that, he gave me a call and said, Hey, I was kind of wondering where you've been. He said, "Oh, I've been sick. I, I have, I, but I've been wanting your lemonade so badly, and so I knew he was a fan." Mm-hmm. 
you've got two kinds here, Roy. You've got the standard lemonade, and then you've got the strawberry lemonade. I know I read online that the secret pretty much is you've stayed consistent. You haven't tried to, like, expand out to other types of drinks or diet drinks. You've stayed with your original focus. Yes, I learned a long time ago that I try to keep it simple. That way you can take care of the quality of the product Mm -hmm. and always have the maintain taste. I'm all about taste. Right, right. What is the secret to good lemonade? Uh, Tender, loving care. (laughs) And And a lot of sugar. sugar. (laughs) And lots of sugar, yes. Don't forget about the sugar. My poor girls and my family, you know, it's like diet this and low-fat that, and it just— isn't as good. No, no, it really isn't. And that's probably part of the reason why we have, haven't gone the diet route mm-hmm. is because we've kind of tried to, but it just doesn't taste the same. And I know, and, and people tell us all the time, we know that the diet's not going to taste the same as the original, but can you still do it anyway? And we've just kind of resisted because we really want to stand yeah. behind the product and uh-huh. we want it to be great tasting, whether it's regular or diet. Mm-hmm. Can y'all describe how it's made, like the physical process? I know you said you store it certain ways, but how do you mix it up? Like, how does that work? Well, we have the co-packer in Dallas, like Cynthia was saying. But when you started, though, like— Oh, when I first started, (laughs) I would make make, uh, 30 gallons at a time. Okay. Now, that's a big old vat. It's a drum. Mm -hmm. I would make a drum at a time. You had— you had uh, uh, lemons, lemon juice. Like you do this, uh, kind of um, yes. squeezing the lemons? Uh, or Water, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. and uh, Lots of sugar. Lots of sugar, and stir it up. And uh, I used to put it in containers to distribute it when, when we were doing fairs and festivals fairs. here. Yeah. 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 I remember um, it's, it's a big, it's a big uh, plastic vat, and we would get um, a plastic milk carton, to stand on. And when we first started, we had a paddle, like a wooden boating yeah. paddle. And I'd stand on the um, carton and lean over the side of it with the wooden paddle to stir it up. And then after that got old, Daddy thought of a really clever invention. <laughs> a little fast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he um, had a... Um, almost kind of like a stirrer created that he would attach to a drill. And it was really long. It was probably, I don't know, three oh, about, feet, about four three feet. or four feet long, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And so he had a welder develop it, mm. and then we would attach it to the drill, and then we could just stick the drill with the attachment in the in the drum and, and turn the drill on, and it mixed the, the lemonade so fast. Wow. Yeah, we thought we were highfalutin then. Yeah. Now, the sugar, I know like when I've made uh, sweet tea or something, sometimes you'll do sugar water, like boil it to— so Oh, it make a simple syrup. Yeah. So is that what's done, or it's just the stirring action you're no, talking about? No, it's about? just the stirring action. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that's what Cynthia was saying about the drill, mm-hmm. is you have to stir for quite some time because you're using a lot of sugar. To distribute it. You mm-hmm. definitely want to have the sugar mm-hmm. dissolved. Did your pharmacy background help you with the science? A- absolutely. Yeah, I did. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's talk about that because I, I like this connection. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the pharmacy background uh, gives you uh, uh, an idea and, and uh, you're all about consistency. You're all, always worrying about the same quantity. You always do uh, the same thing the way you did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I was concerned about and that's what 
gets the people back is the sheer fact of consistent. Right. I had some three days ago, and it tastes identical today. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another science I'm curious about, and it's the science of working with family members. <laughs> <laughs> well, well it, 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 it has its good points and bad points, but 99% of the time, it's a good point. Yeah. It's ideal to work with your family. And the type of business we're in is it's a fun business. Mm-hmm. Everybody is having fun, and everybody knows their job. And once you do your job, everybody, everybody's happy. So it, it's uh, a lot better than working for an individual, in my opinion. Right. Now, Cynthia, do you have thoughts? Oh, I think it, I mean, I think it's right. I'm, it's definitely the good times outweigh the bad. You know, we all have our little quirks and we know how we work, like to work together, how I like to set up a booth versus how he likes to set up a booth. Um, I'm left-handed, so of course I set it up differently than he does. But it is fun. Um, oftentimes, you know, you're tired by the start of an event, but you get to hear great music, lots of good crafts. Um, you see a lot of your friends, and um, it's just a really fun and unique way to mm-hmm. to to make a living. And so we do like it. Um, but uh, I think we get along pretty good. Just a fun environment, and that's what it's all about. Right. Having fun. So you you forget about it's a job, mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's just you're having fun. Those events must be fun. I know, like I was reading online, Roy, we talked about it, Wyoming. You're a big star there. <laughs> you go to the same event every year, and people love the lemonade. But talk about that. You, you, you travel around the country. Yes, I do probably. I used to do around 35 events at one point in time. Now I'm down to maybe 18 events a year because of uh, age. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. The Wyoming thing is what's called the National High School Rodeo Finals. It's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl for high school kids in the rodeo world. And so you get kids from every state in the union, wow. and they, they remember you, they know who you are, and they come back, and mom and dad are great inspiration for mm-hmm. them. And so we have a good time there. And uh, like I say, the kids enjoy it, and I enjoy it. Do you guys have a goal of um, becoming a, a true national distributor? Is that what you see on the horizon? Oh, definitely. I would say, you know, while we started with fairs and festivals, um, when we entered the distribution side, it just kind of opened our eyes Mm -hmm. on like what the real possibilities were. Um, So we definitely want to um, expand on that because, Mm -hmm. you know, we do think we have a great product. Um, it really kind of uh, fell in our, into our lap how we became a distributor. Dad, Daddy, tell that story. Yeah, that was kind of funny. About 10 or 15 years ago, I'm doing an Indian powwow in Oklahoma, <laughs> and it's a four-day event. And at the end of at the end of the event, the uh, promoter comes to me and says, "Look, Roy, uh, we would love to talk to you tomorrow at our uh, office. Would you come by?" So sure enough, the next day I go by thinking that I probably did something wrong and uh, telling me to, to hit the road. But yeah. anyway, they, they happen to have uh, uh, 10 casinos. <laughs> and so the promoter says, look, we love your lemonade and we want to put your lemonade in our casinos. And so that's how we got into the distribution business. Wow. And so, from there. Yeah, so they introduced us to their beverage distributor. And and and, yes. the, and they said, okay, our beverage distri- distributor is going to purchase your lemonade, and then we'll purchase it from them. 
So we said, okay. So about a month goes by. We're thrilled. And the beverage distributor calls daddy and says, hey, would you mind if I uh, marketed this to some of our other customers? And we said, sure, why not? And that just kind of got the ball mm-hmm. rolling. And uh, and that opened up the whole uh, opportunity yeah. for distribution for us. I picture this in Chick-fil-A. You know, they have um, yes. <laughs> yes. lemonade. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they do. Roy's no, lemonade. it's not Roy's. No. Yeah. It's it's okay, it. but it's not it's Roy's. It's like Minute Maid. I hate yes. to disparage anybody, but it's just not that good. Yeah. I don't know no. if it's, you know, not that yeah. it's bad, but I mean. It's just, it's you know, not, oftentimes, um, I don't know why, but they feel as though they kind of shortchange on ingredients. And so it just kind of creates a inferior lemonade. And we just kind of always wanted to have a really great tasting mm-hmm. lemonade because there were so many bad tasting lemonades already out there. Do they put a lot of um, preservatives in those they, other they types probably of natural do, brands? But I think we use a lot of that secret ingredient sugar. Yeah. <laughs> They're heavy on the water, not so much yeah. on the sugar. They, they yeah. use more water than sugar. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh. Well, um, how do you describe your company? Are you medium? Like, how do you just, des- I guess you're small because of the number of employees, but yet your reach is large. You know, does that make I, sense? Like, I mean, I think I would say, even though we're we're in several states, I would definitely consider us to be a small business because, um, one, it is just a family business. And so, you know, we don't answer to stockholders or our board of directors. Mm-hmm. We kind of just sit around the kitchen table and talk about Hey, what do you think this is a good idea or not? And that's how we kind of come to a consensus. And we also um, just kind of decide how we're going to grow and and not really um, have a, a, another party dictate to us what we want to do with our mm-hmm. with our lemonade. So, yeah, I would definitely say we're small business. Uh, beverage is not our background. So we really are trying to um, be methodical in the way that we approach things because um, it is kind of a new industry for us. Yeah, because yeah, Cynthia, you had what? Yeah, so masters. I, yeah, of, I have a master's in, in communications, yeah. and um, Daddy is a pharmacist. So this is really not our area of expertise at all. Well, but it's like Coca Cola when that started. Yeah, it's a pharmacist. It's, right. It's, we I, I, over the years, I've been using what's called the bumbling theory. You just oh. kind of bumble <laughs> into things, and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we want to expand. But we want to expand slowly. Yeah. And uh, there again, being a family operations, we discuss everything uh, before we move forward. Yeah. I'm thinking about Shark Tank. And I know that once you reach a certain point, you really have to scale up dramatically, right? Sure. I mean, that, yeah. that would change everything for you. Yeah. Well, we're, we're thinking about something like that. And we're having to move forward with that. And uh, you need to get more people that are in the business to move us forward. Mm-hmm. And we're moving towards that at the present time. Yeah. Are there any funny stories of things that have happened oh my on the road? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't want you I to mean, start coughing. We yeah, both have no, a I don't want to bring on a coughing attack. But, you know, it's those, um, we do um, the Shrimp and Petroleum Festival oh, yeah. in Morgan City. It's, it's one of our favorite events. And it's pretty funny because it's usually at the peak of hurricane season. <laughs> And so that's not I, funny, but no, I, I mean it's funny because I'm sitting here in a dry uh, studio, but it's not funny, you know, on a Friday afternoon, and we're trying to put up a tent, and I have my uh, white, you know, Delcom Reeboks on, trying to get the tent up and keep the product dry, and you know, you show up Saturday morning, and it has rained all night, and 
the ants and God only knows what else has oh, no. infiltrated your your booth because it's trying to look for dry land too. So, yeah, there's definitely uh, a few funny stories like that. Uh, driving across Kansas, Dodge, yes. yeah, Dodge yes. City. What happened? And yeah. dodging our tornadoes. Oh, dodging yeah, tornadoes. Yeah, dodging the, oh. the tornadoes and, and then living in a—when you're on the road like this doing various locations, living in an RV, and there's always oh. problems. You're going down the road, you have a blowout, you're going down the road, and this happens and that happens. Mm-hmm. Thank heaven for uh, a roadside service. But uh, you just—that's part of the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's—, it's uh, a lot of fun. I bet you have a lot of stories you could write a book about. I, I know. I never thought about that. You know, because your yeah, logo is yeah. their yo- logo is bright yellow with the green. Roy's fresh lemonade. Yeah, we love yellow and green. It's beautiful, but I can see that being a book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. Things have flown out of the back of the truck. <laughs> you know, you have yeah. to stop. You have to pick it up. It's always a joke because. Um, when Daddy heads out on the road, he'll call me, and I'll say, you know, it'll be several hours after he's left. I'm like, so did you make it to Opelousas? <laughs> You know, because it's always a chance that, you know, yeah. you may have some technical difficulties along the way, but mm-hmm. it's all part of the fun. Definitely had a lot of things uh, to fly <laughs> out of the back of the truck. <laughs> when you're in Kansas and you get a 50-mile-an-hour wind, they're gone. That's something. <laughs> At least it wasn't a family member. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we all keep track of those. Yeah. Any advice, Roy, for entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs that think they might have this next— great idea that they would enjoy? The, the big advice, I think, is if you have your uh, an idea and you think it'll work, try. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've tried. And what you have to do is really keep trying because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And whatever obstacles comes in front of you, deal with it. But just keep trying. Mm-hmm. It'll work. You kept your day job, though. Before oh, you oh, did yes. this full-time. Yes. Now, now, <laughs> yes. now, years ago, I definitely had uh, working 25 uh, hours a day, but you have to keep oh, your real job yeah. and then get the other one on the side going mm-hmm. before you jump into it. Yeah. And then, Cynthia, you and your husband are, as we said earlier, working with your dad, but that had to be a big leap of, you know, what are we doing as a family? Right, right. Did so, we all do it at the same time? or was Well, it- so what we decided was— um, um, several years ago, my husband, Alan, uh, would go out West with my dad. And one year we just decided, you know what, he's done this for a couple of years and then come home and go back to his real job while he was taking vacation to help daddy. And, um, one year we just decided, you know what, we're just going to go for it. And so he did. And, um, he worked with daddy for a number of years and, um, we started building the business up on our end. And probably about two or three years later, um, I decided, well, I was going to take the leap too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I did. And it it is a, a leap of faith. But the, like Daddy says, you just have to keep trying and mm-hmm. a lot of hard work um, and try not to get too stressed out about it and know mm-hmm. that, you know, hard work and determination will get you where you need to be. Did the COVID pandemic affect Roy's Fresh Lemonade? Yes, it really did. Because um, people weren't going Well, I out. mean, it was, you know, one day um, we have 25 event, events coming up in the next four months, and literally the next day they're all canceled. So that was very stressful. You had a lot of inventory on hand, too, for yeah, that? We yes. did. Yeah. We did. Um, it was very stressful. Um, luckily— um, once the pandemic did start to calm down, 
we had the benefit of festivals and uh, events in other states. Mm. So while we may have still had some restrictions here in Louisiana, we were able to go to Texas or Mississippi to some events that we had already uh, lined up. So that helped us. Um, But it, I mean, literally, we just came to a grinding halt uh, because not only were fairs and festivals um, shuttering, but restaurants weren't weren't opening and um, convenience stores weren't opening. So it was kind of like, even though we were diversified in the fairs and festivals and distribution side, it impacted both sides. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a few um, stressful months there. But um, this year, we're finally seeing pre-pandemic numbers again, So, which is good. I had interviewed Ruffin Roderick, who's no longer with us, but I interviewed him in April of uh, 2020, and he was talking about it from the perspective of the restaurants. And I don't think we really discussed you know, the people, the suppliers. Right, Because they were having trouble after a while getting supplies. Exactly. But you were all affected in the same way. Right. It just totally shut us down completely Mm -hmm. because all uh, venues had closed down, restaurants had closed down, and uh, just had to deal with it. And then even when um, restaurants were starting to open back up, um, then you had the supply issue, like you mentioned. You know, I know for for several months we had um, serious issues with getting plastic containers because of where they were being sourced from, and there was a delay in shipping and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it definitely had a trickle effect. Has sugar gone up dramatically, or is it still? Uh, it has. Free- it yes. has. Yes. All everything. Yeah, has. everything mm-hmm. has substantially. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that people usually ask you that I haven't asked? Like, are there any? questions that you thought I might be throwing your way? No, I think this just about covers it. It's just been a fun ride. Yeah. Well, Jason always has questions, so oh, I know wow. he's probably going to come up oh, with something. Oh, all right. I, I always heard. have some questions. Okay. Exactly. Well, first of all, a couple of comments. Uh, I like how you said, you know, you just kind of bumbled into this and the yes. idea of, of try and just and pivot. And I'm like, well, that's exactly who I am. Like, that's how I'm in the seat right here. <laughs> I came from a music business into an IT company, and now I'm back behind a microphone. So, Great advice. Um, okay, so I'm a big fan of flavored water. I generally don't yes. drink water. It's always a coffee, energy drink, tea, mm-hmm. something like that. So I go, I buy some concentrate. Recommendations, any tricks, tips for making the best cup? Like maybe a little bit too concentrated, then add ice, or do I follow the directions and then add ice? Or I, I think you're, the first step is probably follow the directions, okay. and then you can tweak it after that. Because we do have some customers who – really like it sweet, or some customers who want to take it down a couple of notches. And so you can do that with just adding additional water. Yep. But um, we also like, uh, you know, slicing a few lemons into mm. it. That's oh, always a good yeah. choice, too. Good call. Mm-hmm. And Sonic crushed ice. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes my daughters uh-huh. will definitely say the the ice is a big issue. Yep. So if you have ice issues, you may want to swing by Sonic and get a bag of ice. Okay, <laughs> I, I, could, I could see that. <laughs> well, and, and we always— argue around here about how important the water is in coffee, right? So how important is the oh, yes. water in lemonade? Is uh, it? Oh, it's it's very important. All the water we use is filtered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Without a doubt, you must filter the water or bottled water or something of that nature. Okay. Yes. We, we, um, you know, we have food grade hoses when we go on site to fairs and festivals because we don't want the lemonade to taste like the garden hose. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's very important. Our old pipes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Uh, and so you guys started with lemonade, then went to strawberry lemonade. Any chance of 
not necessarily the diet. I don't, I, I like my sugar, right? But um, like I'm a big fan of the Arnold Palmer, right? Yes, Iced tea yes, and yes. lemonade. Yes. Yes. So this is a selfish question. Like, could we see something like that at some point? Or are you guys really sticking with with what's tried and true? Uh, kind of both. But we always have our eyes open to something new. Okay. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, we're leaning maybe to another flavor or two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we, we, we developed the strawberry lemonade probably about five or six years ago. And we just kind of thought, well, it'd be good to have in the, you know, another in the arsenal. And it has been phenomenal how well received it's been. People really, really enjoy it. So then that just kind of thought, you know, got us thinking about like, wow, people do like, you know, an additional flavor. And so maybe Mm -hmm. that should be something we explore. And so, yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put limeade on the list. I was thinking that or cherry limeade, but the cherry would add too much. Yeah. I think a good peach, you know, just like a subtle. If you can do a good, good peach and good mango while it's hard to get it, that would be amazing. A raspberry. Man, Mm -hmm. I'm getting so thirsty right now. (laughs) Um, and Maybe then, they'll hire us, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you guys are looking to hire, okay. yeah, uh, you got me Absolutely. and Jan. We'll, we'll just bring the podcast and, okay. and do some live. You hey, know, that's a great idea. Yeah. Events on site. Yeah, we'll right. live stream it. Yeah, exactly. perfect. Um, <laughs> and then you guys, you guys have a booth, so you do festivals, you do events, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so two questions. One, how do we find you when you're doing that? Like at Facebook, I would imagine. And sure. then if we wanted to hire you for an event, how would we go about that? Okay. So um, Facebook is our number one place to find us. We usually post uh, when we're at events, um, how long we're going to be there, hours, all that sort of stuff. We usually try to even say like exactly where we are oh, on the festival grounds. Yeah, Cajun Heartland. Yes. Like yes. for the last uh-huh. 10 days, we've been at Cajun Heartland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put a post when you come out of the tunnel, you'll see us at the top of the tunnel. Um, and and then we also like to just remind people to bring their cups back. So if you're going out to the fair or festival, pack it in your bag. Um, and then, yes, we also do some private events. We um, have had people, a lot of Roy's Fresh Lemonade fans, who have um, birthday parties, wedding receptions, uh, baby showers, and they want Roy's, and uh, we're there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mentioned the cup. So you yes. bring the cup. If it's a Roy's cup, it's half off. Exactly. Yes. That's we fantastic. have three different sizes. And um, if you bring any of the three sizes back, it's half price. That's fantastic. Nobody does that. No, nobody no. does that. Good for the environment. Too. Yes, exactly. Well, and yeah. I'm glad you brought us some cups too. Yeah. Now <laughs> you have your cups. cups and oh, concentrate. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But wait, you, we're not going to cheat on that. No, no. You can course. cheat. You can <laughs> cheat. Well, I mean, getting me to carry a cup around, oh, we'll see. Yeah, throw it in the backseat of your car. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Well, so everybody <laughs> listening, hop on Facebook when when the podcast is over and hit that like button on their yeah. Facebook so it pops up on your feed. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you for joining us on this rainy day over here. Oh, at, uh, thanks Randall for having Building. us. This has been great. Yeah, thank you very much. And Jen, thanks for letting me ask some questions. Thank you, Jason. I just love being in this studio. I know. This is fabulous. This is really great. It is. It's beautiful and almost soundproof. Not quite. Yeah. It was tested today. It was tested today. Yeah. We'll see how it comes out. Yeah. I knew this would be a fun interview, though, because anybody that develops their own lemonade, I mean, come on. I know. That's a calling from the heart. (laughs) Right. Right. But also, you didn't want to be bested. You knew you could do better. It, it, it's fun to go around and tell people that you're a professional lemonade salesman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You see, that's the response. Yeah. Everybody laughs. But it's fun. Oh, it God. Is, yeah. yeah. Thank you both. We've been here with Roy DeVilliers and his daughter, Cynthia DeVilliers-Thompson, of Roy's Fresh Lemonade. And again, look at their Facebook, and um, I encourage you to try this. It's going to be a treat. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, first, I'm going to thank Jason Secor again for mixing our tape and for Chris Rader and Rader for making our podcast possible. If you have not yet, please visit the website, discoverlafayette.net, where you can find this interview and over 310 others. We've been doing this for six years now. And you can subscribe to Discover Lafayette wherever you get your podcast. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. Thank you so much. 